Hello, and welcome to Camp Adulthood and the Resident Youth. I'm the Resident Youth. And I'm Camp Adulthood. I love saying that, even though it sounds kind of creepy every time. I like it. I mean, you can do the first part of the intro. Okay, well. next time I'll do the intro. I kind of just assumed the position, but I'm fine. You get it, girl. Get it. Um, what a delight. This is our... I haven't been keeping track of the episodes. Also, I, I've Wait, did stuff. you interview Jackson when you were in Pittsburgh? No. So, Jackson... Jackson is Madeline's brother. Yeah. So, Maddie went on an exciting trip to Pittsburgh with her beautiful family. Yes. Um, so originally, my dad wanted all four of us to share a hotel room. How fun. With my two parents and his two adult children. Meaning I would have to share a bed either with one of my parents or Jackson. That's when you say, Not Mom, it's happen. been nice sleeping with you. I know. And so then... They were like, no, that's too much. Mostly it was my mom was like, no, that's too much. So she was going to get two hotel rooms. And so I was going to have to share a bed with my brother because it was a king-size bed. And I was like, oh, this is going to be weird. I don't like it. <laughs> but then my cousin was staying in the same hotel and she was like, okay, you can stay in my room. And so then they canceled the second room and made Jackson sleep on a cot in their room. Oh, the sweet Jackson. little Jackson. I know. Just but, like the um, five-year-old. So because it was a surprise party, we were going for my aunt's birthday and she was going to be in and out of my cousin's room so i couldn't go into my room before the party so it was like me and my parents and my brother like all crammed into this hotel room Mm. and i was just like this is too much to record this is too much and my parents like they kind of understand podcast like i think they do understand podcasts but like they very much understand radio which makes sense Mm -hmm. but they're like podcasts they were like how are you broadcasting it and i'm like through the interwebs at my leisure and they were like do you have airspace and i'm like you should just been like, yes. Yeah. We're number like one on the iTunes my, list. Very people in my family have asked me that. And I'm like, it's not. I didn't like buy airspace on a radio station to do this. So anyways, it was just too much. And the timing was bad. And also. Well, there'll be future opportunities. Yeah. But to... Jackson was really on point because everywhere we went, he got carded. And Jackson is two weeks away from being 21. Oh, bless his heart. It was his really heart. sad for him. Um, it's sad when you can't drink with your parents. Yeah, like, well, we got to the um, the venue of the actual party, and the only alcohol they had was champagne and vodka and nothing else. Nothing to pair with the vodka, no whiskeys of any kind, no... They had red wine, white wine, sparkling wine, and vodka. And just plain vodka. Yes. No even, like, seltzer. No, they had some LaCroix towards the middle. Someone went out for a LaCroix run, but there was no, like, Sprite. Whoever like, I like a good, has... like, Sprite and vodka. I'm yeah. like, okay, I can do that. No one drinks cran- straight vodka. There was no cranberry juice. I asked for a vodka cranberry because Jackson was like, I want to drink. And I was like, what would you like? And he was like, well, there's only vodka, so I'll get a vodka cranberry. I was like, okay, fine, that's fair. So I go to the bar to get a drink for my underage sibling. And they were like, we only have vodka and LaCroix. And I was like, all right, well, Jackson's having a vodka and LaCroix. And then he downed it. And Jackson was drunk. And then he was dancing. God bless Jackson. Yes. Such a delight. So, Jackson's a good kid, though. Yeah. But. He's an excellent kid. But I'm still just blown away that they stocked up the vodka, but bought, bought no mixers. I know. And they didn't have, like... Like, not everyone likes vodka. Like, some people like whiskey. There was not even, like, any dark liquor. You know what I mean? But the thing is, like, I could see if someone was like, here, drink this whiskey on the rocks. Right. Drink this gin on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Drink this rum on the rocks. Sure. But no one drinks vodka on the rocks. Except my father. Like, my father does. Well, he likes vodka special. on the rocks with a blue cheese olive. That's oh his drink my, of choice. That sounds like an incredibly excellent martini. Lies. Vodka on the rocks is a martini. 
mind blown. I think it's gross. Like, who wants to drink I like a Jen Martini. A blue cheese olive. My dad will drink straight vodka. He doesn't even need well, the blue cheese olive. Well, that's problematic. Is he Russian? No, my dad is very, uh, I mean, he's American, but, like, his blood is German and English. Interesting. Jurgi, very German. Very German. Not hair hay. Not We're not hair Hispanic. <laughs> but close. So yeah, no, Pittsburgh was good. Um, so yeah, got to see got to see the fam. Pittsburgh is such a great town. Yeah, I am good. fun fact, radio listeners. Um, I am from from Pittsburgh. I'm doing air quotes because I'm from the, as you heard in our first episode. But if, for those of us who are just joining the the airwaves, um, I'm from near Pittsburgh and uh, a rural area near Pittsburgh, and it is a delightful city, and it has really come around in the past 15 years. It has. It used to be a real shithole. I know. It's but... what Detroit wants to be. It's like yeah. Detroit's older sibling that's like, they're there yeah. one day. I know. Ooh. Cleveland's catching up quickly to Pittsburgh, Cleveland though, I have cool. to say. It's like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Detroit. And, and Maddie is currently putting, like, her hand, like, a foot I below. I, I like Detroit. I love Detroit, but it's like, I feel like if I... Like, if you've never been to Pittsburgh and you go to Pittsburgh, you're you can like, find your way around it. It's like, you can walk yeah. around and be like, okay, there's delightful things. Like, Detroit is cool if you know the places to go, but it's not like a destination where you can, like, just show up there and be like, all right, I want to, you know, get a meal and, like, do an activity. It's like, no, you really have to, like, plan ahead and, like, look at things. Because mm-hmm. you could end up in, like, a weird place real fast. Interesting. So. Interesting. Maddie, have you ever ended up in a real pla- a weird place real fast in any of your travels or... I mean, I feel like I'm in a weird place. And you're... All the time. All the time. Oh, very existential. Very existential. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, in my travels, you're asking me. I've ended up yeah, in a weird place. Yeah, or here in Budapest. A weird place. Oh, yeah. That's a good That's a good story. I could tell that story. Um, tell it. So, producer Jenny and our other friend were, uh, were traveling through Europe, and we had been on this train from Vienna to Budapest mm-hmm. and it was you know quite a delight and we get to Budapest and it's pretty late at night it's like 11 o'clock and we get to this hostel and mind you we were like it had been on hostel world and it looked fine it had great reviews everything was fine it looked clean I just say like hostel world is really an enduring millennial website because yes. I used hostel world when I was a young youth yeah. uh, traveling and it's studying really abroad as well quite mm-hmm. useful yes still get their emails anyway go on yeah so we had all looked at the reviews. We were all like, this hostel looks fine. There was a lot of bar crawls because Budapest is a big, like, drinking city. We were like, okay, it's going to be social. It's going to be great. And so we're in this Uber, which, mind you, cost me, like, twenty. How nice. It was, like, so cheap. Anyways, so we, we show up to the hostel, and it's, like, a very unassuming building. But it's kind of on, like, a weird block. There's, like, some graffiti. There's no sign that says, like, hostel, whatever. It's just, like a door and then you see on the keypad it says like hostel whatever so we like go in and it was this weird like decrepit hallway that was like very dark Mm. it felt like a horror movie and we were like going through it and then we get in the elevator and there's signs in the elevator that tell you not to puke in the elevator so we were like okay i mean like if you gotta puke a sign in the elevator is not gonna help you yeah we must someone must have puked in the elevator and so we get in there to the floor where the hostel is and it smelled weird it smelled like Pretty, like, humid. Like, dank. Like, something, something, something weird had happened. And, like, there's a guy who was, like, really nice, and he was, like, checking us in. He was, like, oh, you have to pay the deposit in cash or whatever. And so we were, like, okay, we have to go get, um, whatever the, 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 the forint? 
the forint, the Hungarian forint, because mm. they're not on the euro. And so we're like, okay, and we're getting weird vibes. And then a guy comes down into the lobby in nothing but underwear. And just sits down on <laughs> the couch. What kind of underwear, Maddie? Boxers. Okay. Yeah. Plaid ones? I think they were plaid. Okay, good If my memory serves me. Yeah. And so we're just getting weird vibes from this place. There's, like, no one in the lobby. And the guy's like, yeah, like, people are out partying. Like, they'll be back later, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, ah, it's kind of weird. Like, we're just getting weird vibes. And so we go outside the elevator and so we're like talking amongst ourselves and we're like uh let's see let's let's have him show us the room that's like the consensus we came to we're we're like we'll get the money out of the atm we'll have him show us the room and if the room looks nice then like maybe the lobby's just weird maybe we came at a weird time it's late at night whatever so we get the we get the money it's raining and so we get back in the elevator and there's this this guy and this girl get in the elevator and she is like blackout drunk oh no and there's a guy, and he, I can't remember if he worked at the hostel or he was staying there. Like, they he were, there. he worked there. And it was just, like, so odd. Because, like, he seemed fine, but she was, like, out of her mind, like, on some sort of drugs mm. or drunk or something. And it was just bad. And, like, I thought she was going to puke in this elevator. Mm. Like, it did not look good. I was like, this is why they have the sign. Because bitches be puking in elevators. Oh. Party foul. Party oh, foul. Oh, oh. Our esteemed guest. That's Okay. I will continue to tell the story. It's plastic. It's fine. I'll deal with it later. Um, Wipe it on your pants. And so we uh, were like, all right, this is, this is very, this is very strange. We don't want to stay here. And so we like made up some story. We got back up to the lobby and we made up some story about how we had to leave. And then we called another hostel and got another room and it was fine. But it was like, it was just not, not good vibes. You know, it was like a good indication of like, trust your gut when you walk in somewhere if it has yeah. bad vibes don't do it this yeah that's very smart i have a, a somewhat similar story that i would love to regale you all with mm-hmm. um many years ago i was working in spain and my friends and i had decided to go to italy for our semana santa which is you know mm. spring break basically so we're like how delightful mm. Um, my friends left a few days early so they could go to Pompeii and do all this stuff. And I was like, no, I have to work. I don't know why I cared because it was like a shitty job that I was being paid peanuts for. But I was like, whatever. So I was a responsible adult. I was a responsible adult at 23. Um, And I fly into Rome. I spend a lovely day in Rome by myself. And then I'm supposed to go meet my friends in Naples. Naples. Naples was real sketch. Naples, friends. Is the scariest place on earth. So I get in the little lovely train. I had this like really gorgeous day in Rome by myself. And I'm like, Colosseum, gelato, water. It's so great. So then I get off. I take the train. It's like three hours. I get off in uh, Naples. And suddenly I'm in a bad mafia movie. Mm. I walk. They're literally like, you get out. It's everything is decrepit. Everything looks like you like touch it and the building will fall over. A rat like scurries in front of me. And I don't speak a lick of Italian. And my idiot friends didn't want to waste their cell phone, whatever, at the time, their minutes, because it was before data or whatever. So they have their phones turned off. So I'm, like, calling, like, are you guys going to fucking meet me here? Because my train was late, whatever. So finally, I go up to one of the cab drivers. And, like, an idiot, instead of just, like, speaking English or speaking Spanish, um, I... spoke in Spanish, but I said, no hablo italiano, except I spoke Spanish much better back then. Yeah. So I was like, pero hablo espanol. And then I proceeded to tell them where I was going. 
And I was like, this is how I'm going to die. I'm going to be raped and murdered. Everyone was real sketch. And then I was charged 50 euros to go how far? Let's guess how far I went in the taxi cab. I would say 10 miles. No, incorrect. Anyone else have a guess? Esteemed guess that we haven't introduced yet? I got. I feel like it's got to be like half a block or something. <laughs> I was going to say like three quarters of a mile. Okay, so it was about three blocks. What? Yeah, so when you get to Naples, I mean, what I remember, my memory may be stretched because, you know, a little sketchy because of the fear that was really deep in my soul at that moment but I looked out and it's like a big courtyard like right when you come out of the train station and we went like down to the end turned right and then turned right again and there was the hostel like literally was in the cab for like three minutes not even maybe two minutes and then my friends those idiots didn't answer the door for like 10 minutes. So I was sitting there like on the street corner in Naples and I'm like, fuck, I'm here and now I have to sleep in the street and I'm going to die. That sounds terrible. It was so terrible. That is worse than my story for sure. Then they finally let me in and it was all fine. And we had a lovely vacation. Wow. But anyway, so should we introduce our guest for the day? Yes. Um, we're very excited to have Andrew flown in from North Carolina. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Paul. How are you doing? Good. So we're excited to be expanding our diversity beyond New York City. I know. You, well, I guess Corey is from the South, That's but you're true. Our, our, it's a different, Texas and North Carolina are Texas different. Texas is its own thing because it's, yeah. Texas wants to be its own thing very much. And there's like the deep South Louisiana gulfness and I'm more of like the hillbilly trash people. Um, oh my God. You're speaking my language, boy. Someone called me a wasp once. I got very upset. I'm like, no, yeah. I am not a wasp. I am just a good old hillbilly. Just give me a banjo and moonshine. I'm good. My mom's family is from Arkansas, so uh, I get you. I'm feeling it myself. Yeah. I mean, you're classier than us, but, you know, <laughs> being from North Carolina. Yes. So, so tell us your, uh, well, we know your name is Andrew. So uh, the year you were born, maybe where you went to college, uh, where you live now, what you're doing, uh, your ethos in life, if you will. Be great to hear okay. all of those things. Uh, my name is Andrew. I was born in charlotte with air quotes as you said about okay. pittsburgh it's um small town concord we have a racetrack and the avid brothers and that's about it the oh. avid brothers are lovely i yeah, sold one of them a car battery one summer wow okay. yeah and what year were you born 1993 okay you're a bit older a bit more mm, mature a little bit okay go on um so i went to the local high school and then i went to unc wilmington which is a stoner school at the beach. <laughs> Love uh, the beach. Did that for two years. Um, just, didn't, yeah, just didn't like it. If you, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say something, and two out of the four people in here are blonde. If you want to date a blonde girl named Lauren, it is an amazing school for that. I wasn't about that. I get it. There are lots of blondes named Lauren, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, wow. And then I transferred to UNC Prime, as we like to call it, Chapel Hill, and then. Mm. I didn't really do anything with that. So now I work at a bank outside of uh, You're an Charlotte. office playing done like me. Yeah, except I get yelled at about salary advances and stuff like that, which uh -huh. is always fun. Oh, so what is your job? What is your responsibility at the bank? Is this like a local bank? Yes, okay. it is a state credit union. Ooh. We are the largest one in the state, I believe. But <laughs> <laughs> it's very convenient But it's when you're in the state, but it's very inconvenient for me right now because all of my money is in the state. Mm. Um. I'm a lending officer, so I can do more. I officially got my mortgage thing the other day. Oh. So, so what so is your... If anyone wants to buy a house in North Carolina, oh, I actually Andrew can give you a mortgage. Who might be buying houses in North Carolina. Yeah. I'll pass them along to you. Uh, now, are you, so you're, cust you're client-facing then? Yes. Okay. 
a lot of server um, customer service. Okay. I'm, I'm supposed to say member service, but yeah. Member service. A lot of. Uh, but I feel like banks are a good exclusive. place to be. Like there is a definite ladder, and you can climb that ladder. Yes, I was. So spent this, you really have a more traditional career than some of our other yes. guests. But what did you study in school? Tell us. Anthropology. Oh. So I uh, I got school credit. I got uh, school credit for digging in a cow pasture in South Carolina one summer. So you find anything good? I got a, uh, I believe the new politically correct term is a mouth harp, the the twangy oh, thing. Yeah, the politically incorrect a term for that is, is a juice, juice harp. harp. Yeah. A what? I have. Yeah. N- um, you're saying words I don't understand. <laughs> it's like a little like a horseshoe. A juice harp, a like juice Jewish harp. people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. So yeah, but it's okay. here. You tell yeah, me. You found one. I've only read about it in books. Metal thingy. You go like. <laughs> it's in a Who song, and then you twang it. I found one of those that was rusted out, and I found a part of a pipe. Mm. And we found graves, but it's like, oh, that's a grape. By law, we're not allowed to mess with it, and then we uh, moved on. So. Okay. Oh, Interesting. Graves, I love it. Oh, it was Indian graves. How did you know? Indian, did you see bones? Native graves. Or was yeah. it marked? Well, it's like you dig it up, you dig off the topsoil, and you hit that like really thick, heavy red clay. Yeah. And there's like a yellow box in the dirt, because that's where uh, they mixed up the dirt. And just They didn't yeah. stratigraphy it back mm-hmm. in there. They just kind of threw it back in. Yeah. Interesting. So. Very cool. So... What made you want to work at the bank? Or was it just kind of, That's how it you're worked. here? That's honestly how it worked, because I was looking at museum jobs around, because that's really all I could do. Mm. Um, because grad school wasn't really an option, because I'm a terrible test taker, and my GRE was trash. Mm. So, um, and museums are like, do you have a master's in this? And I'm like, I don't. So I just started looking for jobs, and it worked out. Yeah. And do you like working at a bank? Do you mm. see yourself being as a lifelong bank team member? I could do that. Um... I realized I've hit the point in my life where I'm kind of an adult now, so it's not... Welcome, welcome. It's scary because I can't fantasize about writing my album or my TV show and going big, so all my things are realistic. Okay, let's back it up right here because I think this is a really interesting, like, American mindset where it's like, I'm now an adult, I have my house, I'm going to look for a nice uh, partner and have a couple kids. Where you get out of the United States, people are like... I could have my job and my hobby and my girlfriend over here and my lesbian lover over here and my boyfriend over here and maybe I'll have kids someday. So do you feel because you've got this bank job that you like, I like, I don't see why can't you continue to pursue these creative um, things? I, th- I think what you said once you're, this is my life now because I'm a big boy and I got to do big boy things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was watching Masters of None, and he just goes to Italy. Like, a normal person can't yeah. just pick up sticks and just go somewhere for six months or sure. a year. That's true. Yeah. And just do that. Um, a normal person's got rent, mortgage payment they've got to be responsible about. So, like, someone asked me if I would move to New York, and it was always, I'm I'm a big enough boy that I'm going to have a job and things lined up. I'm not going to be that stereotypical. You're not just going to move with no plan. Guitar. Eyes, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very risky, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so to backtrack a little bit, one of the first, we've, we've been talking to our past few guests about dating as millennials. And one of my first memories of meeting you in North Carolina was you asking us what your Tinder profile looks like. Okay. And we ended up redoing some of it. And I remember producer Jenny went into the, the kitchen and took some pictures it's still, of you. It's still on there. I don't have Tinder anymore because Tinder got really gross. Oh. oh. We can talk about that. Yeah. It sounds like you have some stories. But I, I I, just wanted to talk about dating in the South. 
because I'm sure it's different from dating in New York, which is what we've kind of been used to yeah. for the past couple years. And then I would like you to explain the term bang maid. Yes. Let's do bang maid first because okay. that's quick. Okay. Yes. Um, I would love to say that I came up with that, but I am not that clever or original. I've never heard it, so I, I want to give either. you credit. I stole it from the, the true man of our century, Frank Reynolds, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yes. <sighs> yes. Amazing. So basically it is... In this scenario, he wifed up one of his friend's moms, and he she... Did, he wifed her up. He wifed okay, her up. Okay, just making sure. Not official wiped up, you know. She's wifey now. She's wifey now, okay. And she just liked to bang him and clean his house, so that's how oh. it works. I, yeah, I, I now really want a bang maid, so I'm... You do or don't? I do. Okay. So Everyone PSA, wants a bang maybe if I, listeners, she would like a bang maid. I would like a bang maid. Um, maybe I should text back the guy that was texting me before... I don't know if he would clean, though. I don't think he'd be very good at it, and I would get annoyed. You could just get a bang, and then a separate maid. No, that's not the no. point. Okay. Or so now that we've determined house. bang maid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How... Talk about dating. How has your Why dating life trash? been in North Carolina? How's it going? Okay. Um, so I'm going to stick with the post-college app thing. That's what everyone does. Um, the thing is, since I live on the northern end of Charlotte, and the southern end of Charlotte is South Carolina which I would prefer not to deal with. Um, <laughs> my radius is a little wide on all the apps, so it's to get there. So it's where I live, and then further south is UNC Charlotte, mm-hmm. which is very large and not a very good school. Um, it's, like, it's like fine. It's, if, you can get a, if you go there, you can get a job. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, if you go to most colleges, you can get a job doing something. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, be like destitute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there is um, a little bit of ghetto, Noda, which is trying to be cool. It's like a trendy... It's trying place. to be... Uh, it's it's like Carbro in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, where it tries to be like two, bro- two blocks of Brooklyn. Oh, that's their hearts. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Noda tries to do. Guy Fieri hangs out there a lot, so that's that's always fun. Andrew really likes Guy Fieri. I, I witness him as Hall- for Halloween. Who's He's that? like the, the cook that has the spiky <gasps> Wait, hair. Wait, how do you say his name? Guy Fieri. Oh, I was like, Guy Fieri... I watch I enough Triple D that I've like heard him say his own name. Enough, so. Well, I mean, I, does he live there? I think he lives in Vegas. He makes me like real that. anxious when I watch him on the television. So I watch it like a Lifetime movie. I watch it, I get excited over the food, and I get very upset at him for existing. So mm-hmm. it's a nice yes. yin and yang of happy and angry. I love it. Excellent. So your radius is wide. You're picking up. You're casting I'm getting a wide net. Casting a wide net, so ladies. I can get like the cool hip girls and the rich girls in Uptown South Park. So they can be my sugar mama. Don't do that. Then we can add in a musical interlude of that song. Yes. Um, We cannot afford the royalties for that song. (laughs) No one's going to be coming after us for royalties. Someone pull up Ultimate Guitar and we can just do a really crappy cover real quick. (laughs) Okay. Um, But that means I also, my radius going north is a lot of nowhere. You know what, what, last country girl? Well, that's a thing. Have you ever been on (laughs) FarmersOnly.com? I made a joke about it. (laughs) I'm going to lift my Camry. Like, that's how I'm going to have to do to get a girlfriend. Okay, so the north part of your spectrum, maybe not what you want. Mm -hmm. So what has been kind of like the cycle? Like, you're swiping right, you go on a date. Yeah. What happens? Um, I've got a handful of spots. It's, oh, you want to go get coffee? We'll go to this one place to go get coffee. You have a routine. I do. Everyone's got their go-to spots. Let's be real. Uh, and then do you have the same conversation with every girl? 
No, because the last one I went on, it w it flowed pretty well because she seemed pretty chill. And then I, there was a little lull I had here. So like, so do you have any siblings kind of thing? Which, I mean, is normal first date fodder. Yeah. Um, but it really depends on how the date is going. Because mm. that's the thing. If it's if they want to get drinks, there's a lot of breweries. I, people I hang out with don't really go to bars. Go mm. to breweries. Um, it is the nice age thing. of the micro beer. Oh, yeah. You get an old like cotton mill or something gut the inside of it, put a brewery in it for a tax credit, and you get a bunch of people to go. It's usually pretty good. It's really good. So yeah, easy. I like it. Yeah, so go to one. Oh, if it sucks, well, I've got to go do something, and then you leave. If it's good, you go to a second one. Keep it going. Yeah. Keep, Keep it going. And I think that's pretty standard. Do you like find that, like, are the girls that you're dating in Charlotte mostly from the south or are there a lot of like transplants from around the there's country? a lot of um charlotte's very hot right now that's the thing everyone keeps trying to tell me that but it's race weekend right now so like nascar nascar race weekend Jesus. like i got on the plane and i was driving my grandpa drove me in he's like oh they fixed up the airport and my immediate response was why everyone's driving in for race weekend Ooh. just driving in from middle of nowhere dale earnhardt jr's here <laughs> whoop-de-doo why do people like my brother loves it. Um, I guess for the same. Do you think it's like the tailgate culture? Or do you think it's like they actually like seeing the cars? It's it's soccer. It's soccer. In a lot because a lot it it goes on forever. Okay. Nothing actually happens, but when it does, it's crazy. Okay. And by in NASCAR, I mean a wreck. I think that's fair. Yeah. So, in soccer, I've watched the World Cup on like one and a half speed before because nothing's going on. And then they get to the goal, and the goal's it's crazy. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can see that. That's fair. And sometimes people get kicked in the face in soccer. That's also exciting. Yes. Um, so what is the last bad date you went on? What happened? And bad can be by your own definition. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have okay. to mean, like, crash and burn, but just, like... Um, I'm gonna go with one that was bad because I had one that after that was after that where it was just a standard case of she did not look like her profile picture, and mm -hmm. she's like... I'm going to Tennessee in a week to go to back to school. I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to try with this. Okay, so what did her profile picture look like, and then what did she look like? Um, Compare and contrast. She was definitely rocking the cute redheaded nerd girl in okay. her profile picture. Oh, Jesus. So you're into the manic pixie dream girl? I know I'm supposed to say no. No, you don't have to say no. anything. This is a podcast this is Honestly, a judgment-free zone. I'm still not entirely sure what that means, but she seemed, like, cute, and, like, we talked about bluegrass and, like... Yeah things and then, and then when you saw her in person what happened um uh there was some facial deformity that was kind of hidden in the oh. photo oh bless her yeah oh no that's uncomfortable because i feel like i'm a they firm believer too. yes i'm a firm believer in if that's your situation you should lean into it oh, and it. i know that's like the hardest thing to do yeah and i know i'm talking from a place where like i don't have that as my is beautiful. life but i feel like a if it's something that affects your life like if you're in a wheelchair i was listening to a podcast recently where they were talking about like dating with disabilities mm -hmm. and if you're a wheelchair and like none of your profile pictures have you in a wheelchair they're often like the shoulder and up or something yeah. yeah and it's it's uncomfortable not only for the obvious reasons but just like if you're the person planning the date and you're like oh we're gonna go on a hike and then you realize the person's in a wheelchair you seem like a jackass if yeah. they can't participate yeah, and then it's like what do you do you have to like derail your date so i feel like that's an extreme example but i feel like if that's the case then 
Because there's a chance that if you had seen whatever facial deformity it was, you might have gone along with it anyways, and then you know that whatever person you're meeting face-to-face is okay with it, but instead... It wasn't what I expected. I'm sure it made it worse, the fact that she hit it, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I just have to ask what kind of facial deformity. I, deformity may not be the right word. So... Lazy, you know how you want to start yelling facial deformities and I'll just like tell you when you're right. (laughs) I don't really know many besides a lady. Okay. Oh my god. Or like if you have no jaw. It's so you know how Kylo Ren's jaw isn't straight. Like have you ever seen a picture? It looked like one side of her jaw was obviously longer than the other, so her face slanted. Interesting. And she had happened to turn herself around Mm -hmm. in the photo, so I didn't notice that. She needed to have her jaw broken every set. Yeah. And then she would have probably been very cute. There we go. I would totally break my kid's jaw if necessary. Like, not me personally, but I will take them to a licensed medical She will punch her kids in the face. Drop kick them to hell. Just kidding. No, but I mean, I just like, I think it's important that your kid is not ugly if it's within your power to make them not ugly. That's why braces exist. Well, exactly. Like, braces, good haircut. I'm still going to buy you cheap clothes, but you know. Style... Style yeah. happens. Yeah, that's interesting. So the the date went po- that date went poorly because it was just meh. It was just kind of it was meh. And then yeah. she didn't have like a sparkling personality to make up for the. No, she kind of said all of her cool it. stuff at in the texting part of it. Yeah. So, like, yeah. so the other thing that we wanted to talk to you about besides dating was the oh, fact yes. that you have purchased a house or you're going to purchase. A I house? have purchased a house. Purchase. Oh, how many bedrooms? It is two. God bless fair. I love it. Yeah. And do you mind telling us how much it, it cost you? Yeah. 96k. That's amazing. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Shay is like, can I move in? I, like, it makes me upset. I probably spent 96k on rent since I oh, moved yeah. in this goddamn totally. city. That's the thing, because it's like, in Charlotte, $1,000 won't even get you a studio in the... My bestie that lives in Charlotte has a, I'm, I think she said it's a 5,000 square foot house that she built from the ground up. And her mortgage is like my rent. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate you. Hate you. Too and bad. she's a lazy river that she gets through her HOA. We can all go stay in the lazy river. By the way, go on. Anyway. Um. Yeah, but buying a house, my rent, my mortgage payment, and all the HOA stuff because it's a condo. So. Mm-hmm. So what is your t- monthly? <sighs> the exact numbers escape me because I haven't paid the first one yet. Oh, that's. that's it's. Funny. It's like um like seven hundred bucks. <sighs> uh. So we all. All of us New Yorkers were just have now murdered Andrew. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so it's a condo, so it's not like a fixer upper. Or anything. No, they it was a rental. They had trashed it, and now there's like granite countertops and shit. God bless America. Yeah, fancy ass. And bathroom. you live there by yourself, I'm assuming. I do. It's awesome. The back bedroom only has guitars and like a mini fridge in it. So. Wow, bachelor pad. Got yeah. flags and stuff. Paintings of dogs. Wow. And do you have like outdoor space? I do. It's got a deck, and then immediately below me there is the tennis court, which is not in great shape. Oh, lovely. But it's going to be good for sword fights. And then... Are you a LARPer? No. I saw some LARPers on the train. <laughs> that was my story that I forgot. I just remembered. Oh. Anyway, go on. Uh, no, we found a flea market that likes to sell, like, pla- not plastic, but, like, polycarbonate training swords. Oh. Okay. So we all yeah. buy those for everyone's birthday, and then we get drunk and fight in a field somewhere. But That's you're not a fun. fencer. You've never fenced. No. This is very recreational. Recreational fencing. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. So how does it feel 
in your heart existentially now that you own a home at 20, how old are you, 25, 20, 21? 24. 24. I was going to say, I did the math, and you're one of our older guests. Okay. At 24. Well, Andrew's kind of cuspy, because we consider Elliot, who we interviewed, he's 28. Yeah, Elliot's... That's like a late, that's like an older millennial, like that's right on the edge. I missed the, um, how old do you think I am? You're allowed to guess. This is my name. I, this is one of my favorite games of all life. Well, let me fix my curves here. She won't be offended. I won't be offended. If you say she's I'm going to throw out two numbers and tell me which one's closer. No, you have to yeah. make one guess. She's, no, he can be as many numbers as he wants. No, just give one. Give the average. Because this is really funny. And we're, we're taking all like vampire live forever things out of there. Because yeah. that's going to throw off my I mean, ratios yes. a little as bit. As far yeah. as everyone in this She cannot live forever. I, can, I don't live forever. I have not been turned to mortal yet 30 I love him. <laughs> he can stay yeah uh, i will be 33 in three weeks nice so yeah um and our definition for millennial for andrew and for all of those listeners just now tuning in is uh basically 1980 to 1999 okay. so yeah so if you were born in the 80s you were an ancient millennial if you're born in the 90s you're a regular millennial and then within that i feel like 88 to like 94 is like middle-aged millennials and then yeah. 94 to like 99 yeah or maybe like 93 young to 99 is like yeah. younger yeah because we were talking about like i feel like you and i are on the same, same wavelength yeah. but then i look at like my brother who's two years younger and he's definitely like a very young he was born in 96 and that's like yeah. a younger mine was born thing. in 95 so i get what you mean because it's like my uncle who is kind of like older brother age-wise because of second marriage stuff He's more of like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and like... How old is he? I don't know this age off the top of my head, which makes me feel bad. Um, <laughs> I'm just asking, because if he's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he's probably like 34. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about say, right. Is he single? No, he just had a baby, and they keep oh, trying to get yeah. me to hang out with the baby. Oh, um, babies are... We love babies. We love babies and dogs. I don't like dogs. I only like dogs. You don't like That's dogs a lie. That was a bullface lie. I said I only like dogs. Oh, I thought you said you don't no. like dogs. I was like, Andrew, no. I know one thing about you. No, I love dogs. I'm if not If someone was babies. like, give me a fun fact about Andrew, I'd be like, he likes dogs. You fucking know it. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's more like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was alive in the early 90s, and then there's like SpongeBob Millennials. SpongeBob actually makes kids dumb. No, don't not. No, yeah. I hate SpongeBob so much. I would take his little spongy face and put him down the dishwasher. It's aggressive. Goes. (laughs) Sorry, I got loud. Andrew loves no. That's not. Oh, that's okay. Uh, That's we've been talking for half an hour. Okay, if anyone's interested. Um, no, because like I don't crusty crab pizza. It has a very special place in my heart. Oh my god, I can't even. I'm quitting. But this is this is illustrative of your point that like there is a millennial divide based on Spongebob yeah. between the younger millennials because I've seen probably every episode of Spongebob all of the like the and original Spongebob's even, yeah, yeah. I, I like really hate Spongebob I think there are plenty of people my age that feel very neutral about Spongebob but Spongebob makes me like upset in my heart but that's like a cliche thing not like an everybody thing yeah um but definitely is not was not of my like I only saw it because I was like a babysitter and I had younger cousins and siblings and things. Th- that, that's totally. kind of the point I was going to make about like the late millennials, like my brother and your brother. Mm-hmm. He was 95. You said he was what? 96? 96, yeah. It was more like Phineas and Ferb yeah. and um, never seen later Power Rangers. Yeah. And, like I know it existed because like I was watching Power Rangers. I stopped, but he kept watching it because mm-hmm. he was younger. So his 
scope on yeah, it's a little different. Skewed. Yeah, totally. Um, so, do you have any other questions for Andrew? Or could we open the floor to him and his? Yeah, if you have any hot topics, hot topics or things that you want to discuss based on your millennial experience, things in the news, no um, pressure if you don't have anything. But this, the floor is yours for whatever you want to talk about. If you want to show us your stand-up routine, I've heard about. I've got, I've got a couple jokes lined up. I'm gonna save that okay, for a minute. Great, give us your yeah. jokes. Oh, we will be quiet. Okay, okay. We'll be quiet. no. Um, my little political rant is I've been trying to explain that to the older people at work about how millennial, most millennials have a car payment, but they don't have a car because of student debt, which is like being in the finance industry. They don't really seem to comprehend that. Yeah. Um, so we've all got to deal with that. That's why most millennials, like I had to stay at home for a couple of years because I had to pay student loans and rent is crazy expensive by yourself because lucked out all my friends lived in Raleigh, which is about two hours away from Charlotte. So I can't live two hours away just to have cheaper rent. So that's how that works. Um, all right, jokes, jokes. Andrew's right. pulling up his notes. I may just, I may <laughs> sit there and like write notes in my phone when I'm at work. I love it. i answer the phone. Some of them are not completely fleshed out. Some of them are actually pretty good one line. Not pretty good. Fully fleshed out. I'm going to say pretty good. Don't justify it. Just give it to us. Um, you know, I, th I think Trump's wall is a good idea. Um, I actually support several walls. I don't think we need it between in Mex Mexico and America. We need it between different time zones. If the Lord wanted you to live with people in a different time, he would have been in time machines. That's not okay. This is true. Yeah. This is very I true. agree. You're speaking the truth. Um, More. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So I've decided that what I'm going to change my uh, dating bio is I'm going to be the exact opposite of John Mayer. <gasps> I'm a really good person. Definitely won't you. Yeah, I definitely Yeah, I know she's going to hit I'm a really good person. But a god awful guitarist. Oh, that implied that John Mayer is not a good person. He's not. I didn't appreciate. Yeah. But that was a well written joke. John Mayer yeah. props really to, you. Wants to love you. Yeah. That he does love you. Um, Corey told me this morning that if I propositioned John Mayer, he'd probably have sex with me, which I take as a compliment. Or oh, the, I think John Mayer would probably have sex with you. I think John, John Mayer will have sex with anything that moves. Excuse that, that wasn't a slide on you. That was, that was a slide on John Mayer. Give me another joke, honey. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was watching... Uh, what was I watching? Uh, 13 Reasons Why. And there's one point where the dude... He's like, no, man, you got to pay for your milkshake. You're, you're a basketball star. You're so good at sports. I'm going to let you have this for free. Like, I'm not good at sports. I don't have anything like that. So the best I have is like, man, Andrew, you said something really self-deprecating and messed up. I heard your shrink said it wasn't healthy. You get to have that steak for free. Like, that needs to happen in the real world. Yes. Yeah. Therapy for all. That was good. That was good. I like that. Thank okay, you. Okay, you need to have a promising career as a stand-up. Mm. Maybe you can make funny songs since you're also apparently a musician. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. This is a delight. Rapid fire Rapid questions. Rapid fire questions. This is to establish your place in the millennial spectrum. Okay. Yes. Favorite book? In Cold Blood. Favorite movie? Oh, I hate In Cold Blood. It makes me scared. Favorite mm -hmm. movie? Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Mm, what? Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, it's Cohen, Cohen Brothers, The Odyssey, Old Timey Music. Everything I need. George Clooney. Uh, favorite childhood candy. Jawbreakers simply because of Ed Ed and Eddie. Mm. Uh, favorite childhood TV show. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball. Oh, you are here. You're good at the rapid fire. Um favorite food? 
That one's actually kind of hard. Um, chicken parm. Chicken parm. Uh, favorite alcohol beverage? Bourbon. Bourbon. Tie between bourbon. Tie between bourbon and a very straightforward high ABV IPA. Uh, favorite uh, non-alcoholic beverage? Cheer wine. Oh, that's what? a very North Carolina yes, thing. Yes, it is. It is very carbonated, very caffeinated cherry soda. Oh, bomb. Yeah. It tastes like cough syrup. Yes. But it's good. It's I good. thought you were going to say sweet tea when you got so excited. But you're not. I, I sweet don't think tea. Carolinas are quite southern enough for sweet tea sometimes. No. No, that's the only. The, once you get into like Northern Virginia, like Maryland, that like weird zone, that's when they don't count. Mm, but Carolinas. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of sweet tea. Uh, any other park? We're going to make an official list of these, but we just started doing that this today. So. Yeah, this is good. Um, favorite place you visited outside of North Carolina? Outside of North Carolina? Vacation spots you like? It's going to be a tie between Brooklyn and uh, Montmartre in Paris. Oh. Yeah, it's cultured. Amazing. Very nice. That was the only question I had. Great. Awesome. So uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening today. Uh, we would love if you sus subscribed on iTunes and uh, followed us on all the social yeah. media. Camp underscore adulthood. Yeah, so that's going to be the Instagram. And the Twitter. Twitter. And do we have Facebook? Is yeah. Facebook a thing that we, we have do? Facebook, Camp yeah. Adulthood. Awesome. So please follow us. Please listen. Please subscribe. Please love us. And thanks. Camp Adulthood, a better way to podcast. A better way to podcast.